Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart. Three, two. Breaking Boston on an August Thursday morning. It is the 10th, but it is the first in terms of Patriots preseason games. Andy Jumbo Hart here. Football season checks off another box. Patriots have 12 practices in the books, and now, well, at least some of them, we'll get to bang heads. Probably not supposed to say that in the year 2023. Bang heads with a different colored team. Houston Texans in Foxborough for Thursday night's opener at Gillette Stadium. Yes, you will see C.J. Stroud, the number whatever overall pick, the second quarterback taken, the future of the Texans franchise. From a Patriots perspective, you may not see a lot of real big-name players, a real exciting action on the field. We talked earlier in the week and over on the Six Rings podcast feed that Mac Jones not likely to play. I still believe he will not play. There was a report, actually, in Boston that Bailey Zappi may not play and that we may only see Trace McSorley and wide receiver slash quarterback slash undrafted rookie Malik Cunningham out of Louisville. We have talked about, I expect to see a lot of Malik Cunningham based on the couple days of practice action leading up to this preseason game. Excuse me. But if Zappi doesn't play, um, I'm going to try to not be mean here. You're not going to see great quarterback play because Trace McSorley is a journeyman. Um, Not really sure what his upside is at this point. If he's the starting quarterback, and then you go to Malik Cunningham, that's a challenge for the offense. Um, not a fan of it, totally, myself, and I don't know if this is in relation to the struggles we've talked about with the offensive line. They don't want to put their two high-end quarterbacks out there uh, against Houston 
in this situation when they don't need to. We do know Bill Belichick does not prioritize the first preseason game and certainly doesn't even really prioritize preseason action anymore. Patriots in the coming weeks will have joint practices and preseason games with both the Packers and the Tennessee Titans. Bill Belichick prioritizes those reps as much as any on the practice field. So this first preseason game, don't expect Mac Jones. Don't expect high-end players really at any position. So what can we expect? What can we look forward to, Andy? Why would I happen to watch on Thursday night? Well, you can expect maybe some rookies, maybe some young players you've been hearing about on the training camp practice fields. Certainly top pick uh, Christian Gonzalez would be a guy to keep an eye on if he gets any game action um, because he's sort of in that tweener world. Yes, he's your number one corner. Yes, he's going to start. But yes, he could probably use a few snaps of action against the Texans. Um, Marte Mapu, the third round pick, is a guy that I would be keeping an eye on. If he gets out there, he's been practicing in the red non-contact jersey, so no guarantee that the third round pick will be out there. Keon White, the second round pick. Any of the rookies could certainly be exciting, and that means Demario Douglas, the story of training camp, the wide receiver, Pop Douglas, slot receiver that some people not only have on the roster already, but also expecting uh, significant contributions from the rookie even though he's never taken even a preseason snap in the NFL. We've talked about it, has had a very, very good training camp. I've used the barometer of 12 practices in the books. He has not had a bad practice, and I think that's big. No steps backwards, no rookie days, no hiccups. Closest thing he's had to a hiccup for Demario Douglas is a muffed punt um, that he was able to smile about and talk about having to get better on. Um, So Demario Douglas is a guy, but veterans, returning veterans, and I think the top of the list, is Kevin Harris and Pierre Strong, the running backs. Because guess what? If you're not going to have great quarterback play, you're probably going to be handing the ball off a lot against the Texans. And with no Ramondre Stevenson, please, no Ramondre Stevenson, even though you've been putting him at risk in open field tackling drills on the practice field, no Ramondre Stevenson because he is such a key part of the offense. Kevin Harris, Pierre Strong, we all know everybody's lusting for Zeke Elliott and Dalvin Cook and the Patriots to sign a running back. Maybe we'll get flashes of the two second-year running backs that will ease the concerns of some. Or maybe we'll get the solidification of, damn, they need to sign a running back because Kevin Harris doesn't look like he's ready. Pierre Strong doesn't look like he's ready. So if you were going to pick one point of focus for the Patriots Thursday night, Gillette Stadium preseason opener, the running backs might be it. Kevin Harris, the bigger back, I like him. People keep telling me I like him more than most. People keep telling me I like him too much. We'll see. Put the pads on. Former SEC leading rusher, big thighs, big power, quicker than I think people give him credit for. Catches the ball better than I think people give him credit for. But we should see Kevin Harris in action. Pierre Strong, the other end of the thunder and lightning spectrum, fastest running back at the Combine two years ago. Some project him as a James White-like pass catcher. I don't really see it. I don't think he's that comfortable in the passing game. Certainly not yet. Um, but has some big play ability, some dynamic ability because of that speed. Um, So both of those guys I'd be keeping my eyes on. Wide receiver position, tight end position. You can look at the next in lines, the Kayshawn Booties of the world, who people are falling in love with. Um, After a really slow start to camp, he has come on. Made a great catch the other day, there's no doubt about it. Um, I haven't seen the consistency in terms of getting open and catching the football that I think you need to see from a guy who's trying to make a run at a roster spot and a roll. I still think he's a guy that could be on the practice squad, but who knows? We'll see. Uh, The offensive line, 
I have no idea what you're going to see on the offensive line because I have no idea what I've seen on the offensive line with the quote-unquote first unit and second unit, never mind the group that's going to play against the Texans. Um, that is a work in progress, biggest question mark on the team. Hell, you may see Jeremiah Farms, a defensive lineman who took some reps at offensive line the other day um, for this unit. It's it's a strange situation. You may see some of the young guys. Maybe you can start to look at a guy like uh, Antonio Maffi, somebody like that, but it's going to be a, a piecemeal group on the offensive line. Adrian Clem is going to earn his paycheck, and whichever quarterbacks line up behind it will probably earn their paychecks and maybe need a little time in the cold tub afterwards on Thursday night. Defensively, as we said, Mapu, Christian Gonzalez, a couple young players. Um, you're going to see the depth of the defensive front because whoever is out there is going to be good. And I know the Texans have some offensive line things they're working through. So defensive linemen, um, guys like, I don't know, Carl Davis or whoever else, you know, names that you're familiar with but don't necessarily think of as high-end talents, um, they'll probably have some success in this game because of their veteran status. There is depth and veteran experience on that defensive front. Linebacker, I don't know if he'll be out there, but an underrated guy to watch is Mac Wilson. I think he's been one of the sneaky, quiet stories of training camp. The veteran made the switch. This shouldn't matter, but it seemingly does in my eyes. From number 30 jersey to number three jersey, he looks quicker, thinner, more athletic, and making plays. Mac Wilson's a guy that could be out there. Um, certainly isn't a veteran in terms of uh, roster lock or doesn't need to play in the preseason. But that is another area to watch on. The safety position, guys like Joshua Bledsoe, who was a big name a year ago. Now he's probably in a battle to even stick around with this team. And maybe the biggest area that I can guarantee you you'll see something interesting, the kicking game, because they have to kick, they have to punt. I mean, I guess they don't have to. They could go for it on fourth down. But my guess is you're going to see Bryce Beringer, who listeners to this podcast and the Six Rings podcast in the WEEI family know. I think Bryce Beringer is maybe the most physically talented player that's been on the practice field for the Patriots. Yes, he's a punter. I know no one cares, but when he kicks the football, um, it almost makes you stop and watch instinctively because he it's high and it's long and it's over five seconds every time of hang time. And so we'll see what that looks like at Gillette stadium tonight. Um, and we'll also see Chad Ryland, the rookie kicker who, it looks like both of those guys have a really good shot to win the jobs over the veteran Nick Folk kicker and uh, Waitman, the veteran punter they brought in from the Broncos, who certainly does not measure up to Bryce Beringer. Um, so those will be things to keep an eye on. Also, from a uh, fan perspective, a viewer perspective, we talked a little bit about it. The Twins cast from the McCordys will be available for this broadcast on Patriots.com and WBZ.com. The NFL Network and NBC reporters that are retired Patriots defensive backs, the Twins, going to bring their Manning-esque style from, I believe, Jason McCourty's home in New Jersey, where they'll be hanging out, watching the game, and um, bringing their unique personalities. So uh, I'm intrigued by that because, let's be honest, that might be better than the game on the football field at Gillette Stadium. Also might be better than the game on the football field at Gillette Stadium is Gillette Stadium. The fact that you will get your first look of the massive new video board that spans the entire, I guess they call that the north end, um, just massive. Sideline to sideline um, has the ability, if you put plays on there, to just make you stop for a minute. Sort of like the the Dallas Cowboys AT&T Stadium um, board that's the length of the field hanging over the field. The new lighthouse is there, so you'll see some of the new improvements, the new closed-in 
whatever that building is sort of that houses the the new video board um space in there there's the new club i think it's the Bud even Fiber. pulling up to gillette right now uh just to chime in when yes. you pull up Hi, it Coop. looks That's different oh hey how's it going um but we've been going to camp for the gretchen fourier show and like the first time i pulled in it just it looks like a spaceship now from the front well you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of when they updated um soldier field and it was very controversial because they kept saying it looks like a spaceship landed on soldier field and they blended modern with old this isn't as dramatic but you're right that big glass facade glass facade with the lighthouse certainly changes the look where it was once open and you saw right in sort of toward the other end of the stadium now it's enclosed and that's another factor is the enclosure and we've heard people talk about the wind and not just the kickers I found it interesting that Marcus Jones the defensive back talked about tracking the ball even on deep balls and passes the wind is a little different it could affect it a little bit um probably not as dramatically you know Bill has that already figured out too well he he thinks he does now the interesting thing will be how does it work in practice because let me do a quick uh, live uh, look on my weather app because I, 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 I've got it right here for you. I had this prepared. Okay. Yeah, because weather is going to be an issue tonight. It's it's not looking pretty for uh, for the team. Oh, great. We got a nice advertisement up for weather.com. Everybody get, get their money. Uh, but it's not looking good coming to the, the beginning of that game. Going to be a whole lot of wet, 4 o'clock hour, probably thunderstorms in Foxborough. And then game time is light rain, rain. Yeah, so weather could be an issue. And oh, so great. So we mix questionable quarterback play with wet balls, questionable offensive line play. This certainly has the potential to be a little bit of an ugly uh, first preseason game, both in terms of weather and performance on the field. I will say, if you're a gambler and on our sister podcast, Six Rings, presented by FanDuel, I took the Texans laying uh, i think they're plus three and a half um i mean excuse me minus three and a half because their quarterbacks are cj stroud who'll probably just get a cup of coffee and then it's davis mills and case keenum essentially journeyman starting backup experienced quarterback types um whereas the patriots are going to put trace mcsorley who i know sorry he's a journeyman but he also is not very good and a guy who basically got no quarterback reps until two days ago in Malik Cunningham when he crammed to get on the field this week. So I just think with quarterback play and being able to run the offense and control everything, um, the Texans may have an advantage here. But also, we should remind people, because I know they were pumping this up in Houston a little bit, D'Amico Ryan's debut as the head coach of the Houston Texans going against former Texans head coach Billy O'Brien who is the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. So I know that's a storyline down in Texas that is being pumped up a little bit on our Odyssey sister station down there. Um, So Patriots, Texans tonight, Gillette Stadium. Watch the McCourty Twins cast. Watch four young players and second-year players making their mark. Watch the big video board. Be distracted by that. Watch for lightning. No. Yeah, poo-poo the lightning, because lightning means delays, and delays means angry Andy at about midnight or 1 a.m. when he's recording the Six Rings recap podcast. So screw the lightning. We're not taking any lightning. We'll take rain. We'll take wind. No lightning. Lightning, you can go stick it somewhere. Tornadoes? How about tornadoes? That's That will also cause a delay. So and no lightning and no tornadoes. Stick those okay. up your butt and walk away, please. I know we've I been dealing with those lately. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't want Patriots them. right now, plus 150 on the money line. So you're staying firm with the... Yeah, give me the the Texans. Texans. Minus 175. 
give me the Texans with the veteran quarterback play. Also sounds like they might play slightly higher end players early in the game so they could steal a couple plays early that might swing the scoreboard. Um, But if you tune in, don't necessarily expect good, clean, crisp, entertaining football. Don't necessarily expect a lot of people you're familiar with. Um, I'm going to pick a random name. Tell somebody to watch for. How about you keep an eye out for Quandre Mosley? Quandre Mosley. Maybe who else can we look for? That's a hmm hmm hmm. Can't do Therese Hall. He got cut. Uh, Amir Speed, maybe. Amir Speed. Oh, what a name. That's what I was thinking. Um, but Amir Speed, Bolden, all those guys in the secondary, just just watch football and enjoy that football is back. You've had to watch the Hall of Fame game with the Jets. You've had to watch Hard Knocks. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. It's fine. It's a bit of a puff. I I kind of like Aaron Rodgers. I meant to tell you that. Because they've done nothing for the last month except promote Aaron Rodgers. It is a well-calculated marketing plan from Adam Schefter's contract renegotiation tweet through the Hall of Fame game, through Hard Knocks. Holy crap, are we seeing Aaron Rodgers get promoted by the National Football League? He's like Joey v- Votto. Like he understands. Like he's very like so, like aware of himself. Like he knows yeah, what well, he's doing. Like Joey Votto yeah. seems like a weirdo. He understands what he's doing. No, I I agree with that. But I think they are intentionally, and we're going off track here, but intentionally yep. um, working to market a likable Aaron Rodgers because they are hopeful that Aaron Rodgers is going down the Tom Brady road and is going to have a good year and be available in January and maybe February. So they're laying the foundation for more people to root for the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. But anyway, different topic, different day. Patriots football is back Thursday night, Gillette Stadium. Patriots, Houston Texans, get ready for Malik Cunningham and the plays he will make with his feet, not necessarily his arm. This has been Breaking Boston for Thursday, August 10th. Football season's here. Red Sox won last night. We're not talking about it any more than that. Breaking Boston on your podcast provider, whichever one you whatever one you like to use. You like the Odyssey app, please use. You get it elsewhere. Just listen, rate, review. We appreciate it. We give you a little snippet of your biggest morning sports story. And today, it's the Patriots back on the football field. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.